0: Everyone, welcome back to the Inspiring Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Denitra Rice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a speaker, a mother, daughter, sister, friend—all those wonderful things—and I am also a double suicide loss survivor. And this is my journey of hope and hoping to inspire you and continue to live into that inspiration and that hope for myself today i wait before i say that before we go on please could you subscribe and share i've gotten so many messages from people that they really really love the podcast and i want to say i'm sorry because i have not recorded in like a month and you know honestly it's just there has been a lot going on and i don't want to make excuses for it but i wanted to come with things that uh, were authentic to me and what my experiences were and i just i was at a loss you guys honestly for uh just something from my heart to really bring to you and i I was feeling like this pressure internal pressure because of uh, women's history month and to do something and this that and the other but and so I just uh paralysis by analysis I think is what it was but at any rate we're back today yay (laughs) and today I have a very very wonderful special guest she knows me inside and out she's my oldest friend (laughs) and uh she's like probably one of my very 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 best friends i would say that i say probably because it's kind of weird because she's my sister yay (laughs) my sissy um martina griffin if everyone could just welcome my sissy hello 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 so i have these wonderful people in my life that we get into these amazing conversations. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, we should turn this into a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that's actually how a couple of my podcasts have <laughs> have, have gone. Um, but today as well, me and Sissy, we, I love to process things with her and in kind she does with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so today was one of those things where uh, we were just present with each other. And uh, through some hard things that we are experiencing, um, uh, Sissy more recent th- than my own. Mine is you know continuous as far as um, ebb and flow, waves, and you know things like that. But um, Sissy is you know going through something right now, and I'll leave it up to her whether she wants to share it or not. But what we were talking about is how pain shapes. Uh, our outlook and perspective on who we are, and uh, our just the foundation of how we ex- have been existing. And for me, um, I'll start off because Dizzy was like, "Okay, you got to start back off talking about you know your foundation and how that has shifted." Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to bring that back up. So what I was saying was that. Uh, after losing uh, Josiah and Jaden uh, it was my identity and who I knew myself to be and uh, had had shifted and, and had been shaken and had began to disintegrate honestly just a lot of things that um, I held on to that I thought defined who I was they couldn't hold and namely the way I practiced my faith um, in God as a Christian so much of that was was shaken that all I had in its remnants was the basics of I believe in I believe in God I believe in the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost the Holy Spirit after that everything was like I don't know and um, And it's left me in this space of of, man, like I'm floating. And at first it felt like I was just, everything was shaking and I was like in a room and it was like chaos, right? But I was standing, I was standing there trying to grasp at straws, trying to grasp for something solid, something that I could depend on, something that could give me focus as to who I am now who I am and and where is Anitra and the funny thing is it's like I knew who I was but I didn't at the same time like what who am I really and um Sissy you were saying some really poignant things um from that you were saying that uh that well let, let you let me let you tell it
1: Go ahead yeah I'm, I'm trying to jog my memory because we we started out i think i i share with you um how i felt um uh, lately i've been trying to find myself again and we talked about uh rejection and feeling like you. i've been trying so long to get a seat at the table or be invited to the party or be wanted in some kind of way not in a romantic way but in friendships or in uh, groups or whatever and that my my recent revelation right now that I'm 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 processing is that I can't and it was from the song I can't make you love me if you don't I can't make you invite me to the party I can't make you um feel something you don't and how that is not, um, that's, that's just, Bonnie
0: Raitt or yeah, I don't want to butcher her name?
1: Oh, I can't think of it. I, 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 listened to, um, the version that, um, Chuck Adams sings, but I don't, I can't think of the original artist. Yeah. But Bonnie, Raitt. Is a, Bonnie Raitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we, we were talking about that. And I was saying how I um I I sit in that the chaos of that emotion and the fear and the scariness and the anxiety of that emotion, but I turn my face to Jesus because He hasn't invite He has invited me to the party, He has given me a seat at the table, He does love me, He does accept me. And um and so it's not that um me accepting that fixes the brokenness in the world it just helps me to understand it and know that i'm still safe
0: mm-hmm. so we
1: went from that to um how did i get here or how do you get there and that's when yeah. we talked about our foundations and and um i think i mentioned sacredness about mm-hmm. um how sometimes i need i was th- oh this is what I was talking about in I was talking about hallowed be thy name and how mm-hmm. God or Jesus uh, asked us to pray this prayer. And I was pondering, why did he want us to pray this? And I thought perhaps he wanted us to pray this, not because saying it makes God holy, because the father is holy, he's set apart, mm-hmm. um, he's lifted up, he's, on majesty, he's our majesty on high. But if we will do that if we in our life will keep the name of the Father holy and and sacred and set apart from the rest of our life. That Mm -hmm. this is not a trite Lord. This is not a trite practice. This is not um, a flippant thing, but this is something special. Mm -hmm. This is something that we bow down to and we worship. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what we're talking about, sacredness. And then we went into um, both our shared story, yours you just shared, but mine is that last August, we found out that my husband had cancer, prostate cancer. And that, that just like you said, Nitra, it shook my world. And it, it didn't blow up. I think that the way you describe yours, it feels like it was abrupt. Mine felt like You know how you can uh, crack a car window Mm -hmm. and just slowly but surely the glass just twinkles down and it's just, it falls apart Mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that's what happened. Like who I was, who I thought I was, what I was seeking, what was important. What did my faith look like? What, who, how did God represent himself in my life? Mm -hmm. all what I thought was real started to crumble and everything that I thought was important started to crumble and I was left with who am I what do I look like Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to put myself back together my body parts and I'm like but does this really fit here and does that really fit Mm -hmm. there and it was just brokenness and I too experienced now I'll say this when you were going through, I was your—I'm your sister, so I'm walking with you. But I didn't quite understand what you were talking about. I didn't understand what you felt. But then when I went through it, I totally understood what you were saying—that it's it a lost feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm looking behind every door for Martina, and I cannot mm. find her because I don't even know who Martina is anymore. And—and mm. and the first thing to go was this this kind of I don't know what you're calling me but it's like what religion is the first mm-hmm. goal mm-hmm. was this structure yeah you know and, yeah. I, and I it wasn't enough I needed yeah. something sacred and big and oh. capable yeah you know
0: yes oh my gosh yes 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 I know I know oh my gosh that's exactly what my experience was, and like you said, you were there to witness me walking through it, and you were my sounding board when I would be processing all of the different things as far as faith and religion and things like that. And um, it was that was the first thing up on the chopping block, and it wasn't it wasn't a conscious thing like or a conscious yeah it wasn't conscious that I was like okay you know what I'm done with this it was it just happened. It, no it, it, and it the reason why it happened was because it the foundation crumbled because it could not sustain me.
1: yes yes and what the the idea that just popped in my mind it was so natural mm-hmm. to let go of it like mm-hmm. if I was suffocating, I would try to find a way to get air Yes and that's how mm-hmm. I felt it mm-hmm. wasn't like I'm trying to diss anything. Yeah. I just needed the Lord. I needed yes. him in a very real way. I needed yeah. him raw and up close and personal. Yes, to understand what he meant by the words he said in the gospels. I needed to understand how the Old Testament fit with it. I needed to understand truth and what is the purpose of this and what do I do mm-hmm. with pain? I needed mm. I needed to understand it. Like I need an accident.
0: Yes, oh my gosh. And. I'm feeling like so emotional and so charged just excited and and just because you are speaking exactly what my experience is and has been of like I can't do tradition I can't do um hooping and hollering just for the sake of hooping and hollering just to get people riled up and it's and I'm not saying there's a, not a place for that. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm I needed real. I needed the very essence and power of God to show up for me like for real, for real. And I needed sacredness. I needed to know that I could even in my silence, I could experience the presence and the 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 presence of God. I needed to know that my prayers, that my breath was enough to, to for God to just be with me, you know? And it was, it, it, I, cause I didn't have it. I didn't have the, the I didn't have, I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I didn't have, I didn't have all of the eloquent scriptures. And you know, because for me, it was like, I used the scriptures the Bible scriptures to to be like, okay, Lord, you're going to heal my sons and this, 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 and I declare this. And they died. Come on. So Jesus, you got to give me something because I'm like, and so that's when God began to minister to me. And he began to rearrange and reroute what, what my idea of the personhood of God was. And it blew my mind and I realized that, oh my gosh, I just began to experience God's sacredness everywhere and in everything. And I don't mean that everything is God and God is in, you know, this is that. What I mean is God is present everywhere and that his love is so expansive and his grace is so encompassing and that he loves us so much and it and, and that the traditions of of man could not nullify the love of God, because and it, and the beautiful thing is is that like you said, it just it was such a natural thing that it crumbled. Yeah. And it left me there, and it felt like at first I was flailing. Yes. And at the same time, I remember you were saying before when we were just on the on Facetime, you were like. Um, uh, but then you, you know, you, ha- you're contending with, with humans, with people in our lives, with relationships and they're yes. like, okay, so you believe what
1: now? Yes. Yes. And it's
0: like, so, what? yeah, go ahead.
1: So I was going to add to something you said before about, um, I don't know if you said it exactly like this, but I wrote the word knowledge down mm-hmm. and what i was gonna say is that that is one of the things that started to crumble first the it you know people who know me and siafa we are um we have been known in the past to debate theology Mm -hmm. i um we just love it we love we love learning, and you and me too. We are like intellectual junkies. We want to read, we want to understand, and we want to know what we know. Yeah. And um, and I, I was PCA before all of this happened in my life.
0: Because well, everybody don't know. Um,
1: okay, f- Presbyterian <laughs> Church of America. And I okay. think we were maybe 11 years into um, the PCA. And before that I was uh Southern Baptist, but I grew up Pentecostal, so do with that what you want. But <laughs> so I I took a certain level of pride of understanding um things and mm-hmm. not only understanding being able to hold my own in an argument and trying to um win, I guess. So after all of this, um Flailing and falling apart, and tragedy, and not just cancer, but Josiah and Jada are my nephews. Right. right. And so that was the devastation of my life as well. Right. And so, all of this, it feels like every two years, it was something humongous, not big, something astronomical falling on us, our family. And it was like, I cannot.
0: And yeah, so, knowledge. And with my mother in law in there is just
1: like. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like the thing that fell apart was my knowledge and what I thought I knew. Mm. So, now, which, when you say, um, when you're saying what other people are saying, like, what is it that you believe? We are now Catholic, me and my husband. And, um, and I can't fight it, I can't debate with you. One, because I'm new to it, I'm learning, I'm captivated by it, I love it, but I'm new so I can't even, you know, you could win at an argument and I go home crying like, Lord, I I feel so stupid. Mm -hmm. So I can't even win in an argument with a Protestant against Catholicism because it's something else that has brought me here. It's something bigger than me. It's God, mm-hmm. and and it's no fight. It's a humbling thing. I can't fight you on it. I'm I'm just not leaving it. I understand something that I cannot undo in my mind. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's um. It's a very vulnerable place, but it all fell apart, and I I couldn't help but leave. It was like something came off of my eyes and I saw something different and I just wanted I wanted the fullness and Mm -hmm. I I wanted the fullness of God I wanted to understand God more and I Mm -hmm. feel like uh leaving Protestantism has helped me do that
0: Mm. man I get it I I get it I um my journey I've not shared it with everyone uh, only those who are really 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 close to me um I'm I'm Christian but and usually that un that undoes you know but the only thing that I want I I'm not undoing that I'm a Christian I'm undoing that the idea or the idea that I had in my head of what a Christian was has shifted, and um, and and that has been difficult um, to to talk about. Um, and like you, you put in a lot of research into Catholicism, and you felt the Lord leading you there. You and both, and you, you studied you you interviewed people, you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We've like, interviewed you did, so right? many. It wasn't just like a flippant decision. I mean, and yeah. you're a theologian, you studied, um, you went to Bible school to study, you know, faith and religion and all of that. And so in biblical texts, so you're not coming at this as, as a novice. And, and I, although I have not gone to Bible college, I'm I'm, I'm a scholar. You know, I hold two master's degrees and I research and I study for fun. <laughs> that's right, right. That's yes.
1: what I do. Trust me. I am she has done this her whole entire life.
0: She reads <laughs> for fun and studies for fun. I like I have all of these books and I was <laughs> sidebar I had a doctor's appointment the other day and the uh doctor was like um she was making small talk and talking about I had all these tests that needed to be done so she was asking me what um books that uh you know do I read books and I was like oh yeah I'm reading this and this and this and this and she said <laughs> she said do you read any fiction <laughs> yes so they were all like really well <laughs> you do like, cool, but- as a
1: side note you joined my book club and you did not read the jane austen book no because
0: they never came oh they canceled my order and i didn't want you guys to um to to stop you know reading because it wasn't coming so i'm sorry i should have communicated but i really really do want to read that book though because i love jane austen
1: just as a side note a commercial break i (laughs) that was mansfield park and i'm bored with it i like um, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, and yeah, but I didn't really, I'm dragging through it. I think I'm on chapter 20 and oh. I'm,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll have to, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <after>. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. So for me, when, when I came to certain conclusions inside of my faith as a Christian, as far as, uh, my views on LGBTQ plus community and uh and, and and stating aloud that I don't believe that homosexuality is necessarily a sin. And even that is nuanced for me because I I do believe this I don't is Oh no, why you wanna
1: open up this can? I
0: know, I know, I know, <laughs> but it's the truth. And so hey, um I do believe that this generation is is lost in the sense of trying to find their identity outside of themselves instead of going within and uh yeah so that's that's something something else but But
1: since we we are together on this podcast on your podcast Uh since we are vibing I need to state that my position on that go ahead it can be distinct yes because one of the things that I think is beautiful about um, what you believe about um, the LG, help me, the LG,
0: LGBTQ plus. Okay. Yeah.
1: One of the things that I love is that you center your um, interaction around love, and I mm-hmm. feel that in Christianity we kind of take on the world's position on things
0: Mm
1: -hmm. we don't center it around love and i love the way you approach um that community Mm -hmm. i do however believe that so i do believe it's sin i do Mm -hmm. believe it is not um what god intended with that being said, I think the way we approach it as Christians should look like what you believe. It should mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. that we love people and that, you know, like, and I don't want to go out off on a tangent, but I feel really passionate about how prideful we I have been as a Protestant. Mm-hmm. And how, mm-hmm. I want to pin everything down and debate it but when Christ asked Peter who do you say that I am Mm -hmm. he told Peter that flesh and blood didn't reveal it to you so there is an element of the Holy Spirit that brings people into understanding of truth Mm -hmm. it's not my words that are saving people it's not my words Mm -hmm. Christ um It is the Lord, it is the Holy Spirit. And so the pride that we have with hurting people who are also bearers of the Lord, Mm. we are all created in the image of God, hurting people because they're not um, Mm. in line with the way God has um, created us to be is, is just as asinine as burning down a building because it's crooked. It, it doesn't make sense. Like you don't destroy the person because of the sin. You know, you love the person because love covers a multitude of sin.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just yeah. want to say that. Yeah. I appreciate you making I understand why you needed to, you know, make the declaration to, and to differentiate between what I was saying. And I, I respect, you know, your voice and I honor that. Um for me, uh like I said, I don't believe that it's inherently a sin. Um, and I know that you know, me and my sissy, we fall on different aisles of 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 that. But the biggest thing where we stand on is walking in and love and respecting people and loving people well. And um and just people have a choice in how they choose. well, let me say this people have the right to choose how they live their lives and how they worship god and it's and for us to 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 demonize people and castigate them and like and and make it as if they are not image bearers of god is a travesty but so going back to what they
1: I want to say something you said before we got on the podcast. You said that um, I belong to the Lord and I belong to myself. Yeah. The reason why I feel like that fits right now is because I think sometimes um, in our society and the way things are now, that it's so scary to stand outside of the crowd and believe something different, something that's on our hearts. But you reminded me when you said that, that the only person I have to answer to, first, is God. Secondly, Mm -hmm. I belong to myself. And I know that's true because if you love the Word of God, it says to take up your own cross and follow Christ. It says to work out your own salvation.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: personal firm. thing that you got to deal with yourself and the inconsistencies inside of yourself. And so that's personal. You belong to yourself. And for me, I belong to C Alpha. And so my body is not mine. I can't just do what I want to do when I want to do it because I belong to him as well. But that is what is important. And if I can focus on those things and not worry about what um, all these people think and their position, then I can walk in truth. And that gets a, a rid of a lot of anxiety, that gets a rid of a lot of stress, inner turmoil, because I'm not battling y'all. I'm just, I'm making sure I'm, um, Consistent with myself and what what I understand God to be saying in His Word, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm not doing anything to reject my husband, and that's that's all I'm I, I owe myself to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank yeah, thank you for bringing that up because <clears throat> when you said that uh, it's hard to stand outside the 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 mainstream of the you know main crowd, and that's yes that's what I was um, a, I was gonna uh, talk about because and <laughs> and when I was saying that I'm a Christian but um, for me to say to to some of the people that you know have known me for years some of my really good friends um, even to family like I I remember sharing with my family like okay guys um yeah so this is where i'm this is where i'm at as far as faith and all that is concerned and and i was so afraid that i was going to be rejected but i wasn't and i'm so grateful for that but i do have you know friends that i know that you know they don't believe the way that i do they believe you know more traditionally speaking as far as like um, with you know homosexuality, and that's just one thing. That's just I I threw that out there just because it's like a big, yeah, hot button topic mm-hmm. for Christians. Yeah. And and it, and quite honestly, I don't know how many of my friends listen to my podcast, so um, they may I may get some texts. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I know that you can relate to when you convert it to, as you are are still in the process of converting to Catholicism, um, friends, you know, questioning like, okay, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And it's like, wait a minute now, y'all know me.
1: Y'all no. know
0: I don't jump on a bandwagon of, of stuff. Like No, are both very thoughtful people, even though me and you, me and Sissy have landed on the on different sides of the aisle. We both have studied this out. And so I'm like, Lord, thy will be done. And, and, but at the same time, it was something you said earlier when we were, when we were just on the phone, you were like, but you gotta know that I'm turning my face to Christ. You gotta know that, that I'm not just out here just like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna do this or I'm gonna believe this, but that I'm seeking truth. I'm seeking how to love people better, how to live out this this, this truth that I believe Christ is calling me to. Mm.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. And so one thing I love about our relationship, Sissy, is that there's room for disagreement. And in that disagreement, we have so much love, honor, and respect for each other.
1: Yes. And I was going to say, because um, there might be people who um, are feeling like they need to make a pivot in their life. And perhaps the foundation that they built their life on is shattering because of pain or whatever. the people who count or the people who truly love me in Siapa, the people that i went to at the very beginning um you um keisha mom uh, jen sheree those people when i went to them and i said and i'm nervous as all get out i'm shaking my voice is shaking on the phone i i can still remember where i was when i caught all of Mm y'all. Hey, I I think I'm Catholic in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I I haven't finished the process, but I think I've studied enough to see that this is a path for me. This is where God is leading. And see, I was in agreement. He feels the same way. And every one of you guys said, okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: All of you said it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm
1: and that is one of my friends faith said girl even if you're becoming something um like a muslim or something like that i would still be your friend like what in the world so Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. yeah
1: supporting you are gonna be there and then it's the people who are the outliers who are gonna be like oh now you don't fit in our box or Mm -hmm. now you don't fit what what we believe or it, it you don't match <laughs> so yeah 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 we're going with a different color scheme so yeah i just wanted to say that the, that as hard as this transition has been it was not lonely because
0: mm-hmm.
1: my my circle of love did not change the people Ooh are inside of there still inside of there
0: yes that's how you know you got you got some solids because that is that has been my experience as well like the people that are really like are like like that are super super close to me Mm -hmm. they are the ones that i went to and was like hey of course you my bob um just you know my uh twyla uh and and my other -hmm. friend, uh, Damon, and, uh, you know, other friends, and they were just like, okay. (laughs) Right. And they were just like, and, you know, we talked about it, and they are like, yeah, you know, I I get it. It was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And it was like, you know, there was no love lost, And and they know me. They know Anitra. They're like, girl you are the most loving Jesus person, like, you know, and loving people and aiming to love people well, you know? Yes. So it's like, okay. And, you know, with this too, I, I've just, be, I began just, just being really contemplative and, and just considering and thinking and just, um, when I think about the expansiveness of God, and I've just been thinking about all the people who name the name of Christ around the world, and how many denominations—I know you know because you've studied it—the is it like hundreds or something of denomin- Christian denominations?
1: Oh, it's more than that. Well, it—it is it, some nuances because when you listen to the Catholic scholars say it, they always go up into the thirty thousands, but as a former protestant i know that um we kind of zoom out and we lump all presbyterians together even though there are nuances there's the pca the pc usa we know that there are nuances in that we know there's nuances in um, Methodist yeah. and in baptist but um a lot of the catholic scholars they count every little nuance of denomination, so they right. up with a bigger number than we would
0: Wow, but wow. My my point is, with that, even it's just like, whoa. You cannot tell me that one particular denomination has a market on hearing God or a market on um, on the complete, total, comprehensive truth. You just and so I and so in that. And as uncomfortable as that makes us, especially when we have built our foundation on our denomination and our tradition. It makes it very, very uncomfortable because we're like, because it challenges our identity. And so for me, I look at it now and I'm like, Lord, I don't know if I have a, if what I'm believing is 100% true. But what I do know is that you're with me in this process and that I I know that you are going to lead me and guide me and that your grace is sufficient, not only for me, but for all of us who are seeking God's face and trying to live out this walk on this side of eternity as we are looking through a dimly lit glass and trying to just, do our best to understand it and and decipher uh what exactly the scriptures are saying and how does it relate to us and how do we live this walk out and so i'm like it just i i wrote in my book and i'm 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 finishing it up now just putting everything together for for my editor i wrote in my book that um that Golly, I just lost it just that fast. (laughs) Uh, I was... mm, Oh, come on, brain. Work with me. Work with me. It's going to pop up later like pineapples. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll say this while you're in your
1: mind. When you were talking about um, how um, it feels to be on this side... I was thinking one of the things that I noticed that I do more now I I believe and I adhere to the Catholic faith Um, as I look towards the ancient church, I look towards that first century um, group that were Mm caught and I. It warms my heart, and it makes me feel that I'm caught to a greater purpose than the here and now. Like, um, when I think about what it was like for those women to be caught um, into the group of Christ, Mm -hmm. his students, when I think about them, and I think, and I too am caught into that group as his, um, student. I don't have any debate in me anymore because I'm a student and I'm not fighting anymore. It's like I put down my swords and I'm listening now to the Lord and I'm learning. And the only time where I need to kind of raise my voice in a sense is when Someone is trying to understand. So what is it that you believe Martina and then mm-hmm. I can give an account of what I believe But it's not to fight you and you don't have to believe what I believe because mm-hmm. You know, it was really hard. I'm guessing for them to stand apart from The mainstream of first century. Yeah. And so, it's gonna be hard for me to stand apart From the mainstream and all the things that people believe about catholicism that's not true Mm -hmm. Um, i just i used to believe it too though so that's one of the things i wanted to share to you that i look towards the ancient church a lot now um to see how to walk out my Mm -hmm. faith. yeah
0: so i realized what i was gonna say as you were talking and i was like okay yes um as I was uh, trying to be present at the same time with you, but the things you said actually jarred it, um, mm-hmm. is that I'm a Christian, but my religion is love. And that is religion. Yeah. But it, the thing is, is that it's so funny that, that I, but that, that it's so interesting that there's that ca- caveat. I'm a Christian, but my religion is love. And, that, and the way that I said it, I'm like, hmm
1: that's beautiful and that is charity is taking care of the widows and the orphans I think that and you the therapist so you speak on this but I'll say this and you can tell me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. I think that though it is important to take care of yourself and your mm-hmm. mental health and your physical health
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I would say in your intellectual health we need to, yeah. be, we need to be reading yes um, I also think that we focus on ourselves so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that brings me a lot of anxiety. So I was stop, Yes. so I, I think charity is a way to not focus on yourself. That love being your religion or love being the thing that you're about
0: mm-hmm.
1: is reciprocal. if I'm if I'm focused on Nitra, in this moment, like so many people have focused on us because my husband just had um, surgery to remove the cancer. So much love has come our way. And it's reciprocal because that makes me want to love other people. Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of, this whole time we're going through this surgery and recovery and all that, I haven't even been sad or depressed or anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I've
1: just been receiving and giving love.
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, love, love, in order for it to be love. Whew, it's, uh, I was going to, well, I won't, I won't say in order for it to be love. Because love is love no matter what. But optimally, love is reciprocal. And what I mean is we don't love people so that they love us back. Because that isn't love. We love just because um, mm-hmm. we love but what i mean is for me and what i've in in what i've i've noticed how love operates it's like when jesus said love your neighbor as you love yourself in order to love your neighbor well you have to love yourself well and the outflowing of me loving myself well is to be able to see my neighbor as i see myself and to love them well, to see their humanity. And when I, when I have offered myself uh, compassion and empathy and kindness, I'm much more likely to extend it to others. But when I, um, when I castigate certain parts of myself in shame, then I will more than likely judge others in, in their pain. And so I say it's, uh, I don't know if reciprocal is the right word that I'm looking for, but um, I don't know if it's uh, reflective, I guess. I don't know. I'll think about it. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like When I'm tapped into the source of love, God, I can't help but love myself well. And there's this outpouring of love for others that wants to embrace them with compassion and kindness of course we use boundaries because that's healthy and that's wisdom jesus set boundaries um for himself even with his uh disciples and everything but um yeah that's i would me, that's love go ahead
1: i was listening to a uh, sister i think jacqueline garrett um uh, she's also a marriage and family therapist but she's a nun um, and okay, <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about the cardinal virtues and uh-huh. one of them being justice. And she defined all the virtues and justice. She said, justice is giving to others and yourself what is owed to them. Um, no, others and God, what is owed to them. And at first, before she explained it, I'm like, huh, that doesn't feel like that's right, right. But then when she start to unpack it and I start to ponder it, I think it is a beautiful statement because what is owed to God as our creator is worship. And what is owed to our neighbor is love. And what is ourselves is love. that is true justice. Like mm. if we give people, what is owed to them. That
0: settles.
1: That settles it. If we give to God. Ooh. Because and I'm pivoting here, but um you could pull us back if I get too far away. But one of the problems I think um with my my walk over the years is that <clears throat> I was always trying to um make myself into something that I was, I was always working on me to become something or something. Yes, girl. But when I think now that I'm Catholic or Catholic Christian or whatever you want to call it, I feel free to be whoever I want to be and keep my Lord and Savior sacred. Like, I guess it's coming full circle back to how we started. When I was a Protestant, I felt like in order to serve God, I needed to go to Bible college. I needed to get as high up in in understanding as I could so I can have a seat at the table. But now I feel like as Catholic, God has given me, gifted me in administration. He's gifted me in teaching. He's gifted me in artistry. He's gifted me in so many ways. And when I use those gifts and however I decide, because I have agency, I am not a robot. However, I decide to use those gifts that glorifies God because I'm his creation. He created me to do those things because he gave me the gifts. And so, when I when I let my Lord be sacred and I I keep His name hollow, my Father in heaven, hollow mm-hmm. be Thy name. When I desire more than anything for um, His will to be done, because His will is done on, uh, in heaven. So I'm asking, you know, in the Lord's prayer, I'm I'm asking those things. But but I'm free. I'm free. Mm-hmm. I'm free to think I'm free to write Mm. I'm free to teach because it's it's all okay
0: you know it's yeah Sissy I love this journey for you and I'm so grateful Um, I'm so grateful for it Um, and I'm so grateful that I am privileged to be able to to witness this transformation in you, and this this beautiful sacredness that you are experiencing um, with with the Father, with Abba, with with Elohim, and I'm just I'm I'm just so grateful to be able to call you my friend and my my sister. Um, I wrote a poem uh that i like to share and at the end of the at the end of the podcast i usually do excuse me you guys i usually do a mindfulness meditation um i think i'll do this poem and so right now i'll just ask everyone to just to Be still and quiet yourselves and just to listen and whatever comes up for you. um, Just be aware of it with compassion and love. And Sissy, you were talking about being. And so that's what this poem is about. It's called Just Be. And I wrote it for Jaden. It's copywritten. So uh and it's um in my book. Oh great. Yeah. It's called Just Be. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> just Be. Oh my son, Just Be. Love requires no audition. No striving, no proving just breathe breathe into the wonder of who you are see the hues colors and variances witness the shades of gray through lenses of curiosity hold no judgment hold your pain with kindness and compassion just observe what do you notice what shapes do you behold what sights, smells, nuances unfold. Just experience. Experience your humanity, the highs and lows and lessons flow into the beautiful tapestry called you. Your beauty is made up of thorns, thistles, briars. They support your colorful petals with sweet aromas that perfume the air just like the loveliest of roses. Just feel, feel the joy, feel the sadness, feel the fear, feel the uncertainty. Then feel the love that embraces you, feel the love that cradles you, feel the love that embodies you. Feel the love that is you. My love, my son, I love beautiful you. That's beautiful. So I invite all of you to lean into being and even when your foundation crumbles, to remember that your foundation is love. It is God's love that created you, love that has created you in its image, in his image. You are love. And love will guide you through this. Love will sustain you. Love will make you anew, shaping you and allow you to see who you truly are. As you just be. Thank you, sissy, for coming on today. This was so much fun. <laughs> <clears throat> I really appreciate it. Thank you
1: for having me. You're
0: so welcome. Can you tell us where uh where they can reach you um your pop not your podcast, but your uh, blog?
1: Yeah. Uh sure. <laughs> bowl of popcorn.com.
0: of popcorn And i there you, don't you still have your uh, YouTube channel to Big Ball of Popcorn?
1: Yes, but I I haven't posted on that in a long time.
0: But there's some good content on there.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <are you> doing. <laughs> we need to focus on your book. When will your book be out?
0: <laughs> Well, You're hoping, the editor. Yes, I'm hoping that it will be sometime this year. I don't have a date as of yet, but um, I it's 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 almost done. Like it's half edited, so it's um it's it yeah. I'm just getting this other part to to him. So, um yeah, so it won't be long. It won't be long. <laughs> so yes, and the name of my book is Sojourner of Grief. It's a, a guided uh, journal so uh, while i'm talking about my story i'm also um i'm also coming at it from a place of a therapeutic lens and <clears throat> while i'm being very very transparent um i'm also wanting people to walk away from it with tools to be able to heal so yes <laughs> So, all right, everyone, thank you so much for joining. And Sissy, if you could help us at the end, I love to ask my guests, what's true, what's beautiful, and what's good? You said true, beautiful,
1: and good. Who mm-hmm. asked the same question. Okay, what's true? that I am supposed to be alive on earth.
0: Mm.
1: What's beautiful is my husband's heart. Mm. And what was the last one? What's good? The love of God is really good.
0: Mm. good Yay. For- Yay. Amen. All right, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Podcasts. And please, please, please share. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Okay, take care. Bye!